Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Ask the Pastors. And uh, in, in our current series, we're walking through Ephesians and we're in the later chapters, chapters uh, four through six. Right. And we've been talking a lot about spiritual gifts. Yeah, it starts off chapter four, mm-hmm. kind of that new section, like you said, of walking with Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and so whenever we do- discuss spiritual gifts, a lot of questions come up. They do. And so it's been fun to just kind of see them come in and, and talk about them amongst ourselves. But it's an opportunity, to, uh, the Extra Point Podcast, an opportunity for us to answer some of the questions that came in from our congregation. Okay. So we've got quite a few, and so we're going to just kind of do a little rapid-fire Q&A with you. Is that okay? okay? Let's go for it. And so we're going to throw them at you and give you a few minutes each to answer Okay. Them. So thanks like so this. much for uh, asking these questions. It gives us an opportunity to lean in a little bit more heavily. So here we go. Uh, what distinguishes apostles, sent ones, from evangelists, good news proclaimers? Are they separate provisions for building and edifying the body of Christ? Okay, so I would say they are separate mm. functions for building up the body of Christ because yep. there are different gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, another distinction could be that with apostles, and again, here we're going to have some opinion at times, mm-hmm. there, there is a set of what we call big A apostles. Yep. Uh, we talked about this. Yep, we have. And you can't be one of those. That's right. That was a set group. I do think, personally, and I taught this in that week at church, there is a little a apostleship mm-hmm. gift, yep. a sent one that typically could be like a missionary, a church planter, maybe a pastor. Yep. Uh, they tend to want to start things and get out there and uh, out front. Yep. Uh, if you were to ask me the difference between a, an apostle and an evangelist, I might say, and this is, I don't think that this is exclusive, but I might say the evangelist is more focused on um, the good news and the sharing towards the um, like the gospel story and ev- I don't want to say evangelism but that's the word we're talking about but like you know winning folks to Christ that's we right. use that phrase yep. whereas the apostle might be more about establishing the church mm-hmm. but I don't want to make those like camps that can't cross over mm-hmm. either yeah does that help a little bit? Absolutely. We've talked about kind of the difference between the gift or the title. Mm. Do you think it, would you want to lean in any more on that? Do we lean towards these were titles or positions given or their talents or abilities. Yeah, and people can have different opinions yeah. here. I, I think these are um, perhaps in some cases both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers is listed in this in yep. this list, and so yep. we know teaching's a gift. Evangelist is the only time it's mentioned as here, so that mm-hmm. may be more of a role or a yeah. title. I would say that there is a train of thought. I, I tend to think this is a good way of thinking, that okay. the evangelist is one who equips the church to do evangelism yeah, as right. opposed to the American thought the mm. evangelist travels around and evangelizes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because in the list, all the gifts are those given to the church for building up the church, right? That's right. So I might teach be train. more in the camp of saying the evangelist is that person who helps the church That's evangelize. Mm-hmm. The apostle, little lay, of course, mm-hmm. would be the one sent to maybe help the help. church get started yep. and, and go established. That's very good. But you know, there's so many thoughts on these. I'm yeah. just telling you mine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. All right, next one. You ready? Ready. Keep moving. Do you believe that pastors could be considered apostles or gifts sent to men from God? So understanding, first, first of all, that there could be an apostleship, little a gift, I would mm-hmm. say yes to that mm-hmm. question. Yep. Uh, not in every case. You know, in that text, some believe that the gifts are the actual right. men. Yeah. Across the board yep. in that list. And mm-hmm. so I think that uh, view has mm-hmm. some merit. I don't think I fall there totally, but just mm-hmm. be aware of what she's saying. Mm-hmm. 
uh, could actually be what the text mm -hmm. means. We some. usually use the title pastor rather than mm -hmm. apostle or evangelist. And yeah, I think that's what she's kind of getting at. Let's understand that title could refer to either apostles or sent ones, yeah. uh, evangelists. That's funny when I spoke on that, mm -hmm. I think you may, you may recall, I, I kind of comically mentioned that the word, for some reason, has been hijacked by our culture. Mm. If you were to say, here's our church and here's our apostle, you'd probably get like some raised eyebrows, yep. some laughter. And so there's probably some cultural sanity to yep. not using it. Yep. But technically and biblically, it's not a bad word to mm -hmm. describe men who lead the church. That's right. And who help start other churches. But culturally, it's going to be hard to, to use that right now, to be right. honest with you, yep. unfortunately. Absolutely. Yep. And we'll talk about misuse and underuse in just a little bit here. Okay. So okay. a couple more questions as we keep going. Um, the Word of God has many verses that have to talk about the role, um, our role, the role of the Spirit. And so let me read a couple for you, and then there's a question that okay. follows this. Okay. John 16, 14 says, He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And then we know Acts 1, 8. Um, so uh, the question that comes in is, are these verses true for all believers? that those who have the Holy Spirit will testify of Jesus and glorify Jesus, or are they only seen in those that have certain gifts? Okay, so does that make sense? It does. Okay. I would rather say it like this. What the Holy Spirit does with the gift mm -hmm. is true for every gift. Amen. That's right. I may not be able to say every person will do that, right. though I wish we would, Yeah. Mm -hmm. but I would confidently and biblically say every gift mm -hmm is designed to mature the body to that's see right. Christ point to Jesus. So there's no gift mm -hmm. that's minus that responsibility. That's the right. Holy Spirit will use every gift yep. to glorify, point to Jesus, and build up the church. And that that might be a misuse of the gift if it edifies me or glorifies oh. me. So you're that's taking something that God's given you, but you've misused it, even though its original intent was to glorify Jesus, to point to Jesus. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Mm -hmm. And then our next one talks about this very topic of misuse or underuse and um, maybe I have some church baggage too, but I've seen this as well. Some churches seem to overemphasize the, the use of gifts. Uh, and the way I grew up was I feel like the underuse of okay. gifts. Was, we didn't really talk about it a whole lot. So that's kind of where this comes in. When we talk about manifesting or implementing gifts, um, many churches um, overemphasize or de-emphasize the gift of the Holy Spirit. Where will FFC align on this spectrum? Okay. Where do we fall in this category? Yeah. How much do we use the gifts? Talk about them. So that's a almost a that question could trap you into sounding arrogant. Yeah, like we do it right. Everybody yeah, else does I it wrong. I want to make sure nope. we're learning. Amen. There's some right. things that we do believe. Mm -hmm. and we're going to operate from that point of belief, and we think Scripture teaches mm -hmm. that. But there's a lot of area yeah. in this that. Um, we may not see exactly right. Mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to. We may not dis We may not agree with our, our brothers on this. We may see it differently. And so we've got to have room for like some grace here. Yes. So yep. let me try to answer this humbly. Okay. And I don't know what the two ends of the spectrum are yeah. in this person's mm -hmm. mind. But I would say definitively we land as a continuationist church. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, believing that all the gifts are available. Still in play. That's right. When I use the word cautious continuationist, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we are slow to right. believe that all the gifts are available. Right. I'm not cautious about that. Nope. I'm cautious about how they're deployed. Mm -hmm. So could we say we land as a continuationist mm -hmm. with cautious deployment? Mm -hmm. Because I think there are some uh, protocols regarding many of the questionable gifts, we'll mm -hmm. use that phrase, yep. that perhaps when we avoid them, that's when we get in danger. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And so we're just going to always ask if uh, if someone senses something from the Holy Spirit, yep. like a word of prophecy, that yep. it comes to the elders That's first. That's right. That's all we're going to ask. So yep. there's some cautious deployment. Yep. But we're never going to say you cannot get a word of prophecy. That's right. And so I think if that answers the question, mm-hmm. I would say we land as a continuationist mm-hmm. with cautious deployment. That's right. It might seem slow, but we just want to be careful. That's As the elders, it's our job to um, hold to sound doctrine, to help our church follow mm-hmm. the truth, and to protect uh, and protect who the teachers are. And so, yeah, it might seem slow, but a caution, I, th- I think, is a good word. Yeah, and I, and I come back to this statement mm-hmm. Sam Storms makes that mm-hmm. I think has been a way to help me mm-hmm. through the years is when Paul was addressing the Corinthian church yep. about their misuse, yep. he did not suggest mm-hmm. non-use. That's right. He instead commanded correct use. That's right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So hmm. I, I don't want to fall into the ditch of like, well, we're scared of this. We've seen this misuse. So yep. we're just going to say it doesn't Roll exist. Out. That's right. I'd rather be slow about mm-hmm. how do we correctly use gifts that are difficult mm-hmm. to explain in the moment. That's good. So we'd say continuationist yeah. with cautious deployment. Yeah, I think that's really good and very helpful to our people and to ourselves as well. Did this, we get through the rapid fire? Did we it did. Work? Those were our questions. Right. I hope that was helpful. We're glad good. to spend a few minutes on each one of those. So. I love this topic, yeah. and I'm a, I'm a novice at it still, mm-hmm. but it has been for 20 years. The one thing that I've often wondered, you know, what are we missing? Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's power in our midst. I. I don't know. I've, I've got a lot of questions, too, but yep. I love that our folks are curious and interested and willing yep. to walk down this road. And we're going to keep walking down that road as we continue to talk about it, and the text walks us through it as well. So Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Todd. Thanks for letting me throw some questions at you. <laughs> thanks, congregation, for giving us those questions. It's a lot of fun, and hopefully it's helpful. Thanks for joining us again on this episode of Ask the Pastors. We'll see you next time. <laughs>